Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Let's get it, boys. So today we're doing things a little bit different. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's cool. You're just a little late to the party because right now, for the first time, we're streaming uh, live to about 1,100 people at the moment. I I'm sure it's going to go up. It's going to go down. But we got, of course, the whole gang here. P sitting in Madison Square Garden. What's up, bro? You know, I'm just at home in, uh, in Madison Square Garden uh, feeling real New Yorkish. I'm missing New York. I know y'all, I, I listen, I know y'all not Nick fans, but I know y'all missing New York. New York is officially like a second one and a half home for us just because uh, business is always out there. Business is always booming. We've always got a lot of love. Yeah. You know, before, like nowadays, in our area, like where we live and where we be at a lot, I get stopped more than I've ever been by like fans and say I get noticed but in New York it was it was it, you it was at one point I, we would get noticed in New York more than here like yeah. notice at the NBA store mm -hmm. we had the whole live show there so New York was real you know what I mean and then on top I'm a Knicks fan so you know my boy JR just got signed which we'll talk yeah. about you know he, he did a lot of a lot of notorious things here behind. you know it was crazy I literally had a dream walking through New York yesterday <laughs> and, and, and it wasn't with y'all though, because you know how dreams be. I was with D'Angelo and Pitts. What? That's such a weird That's... combination. I know. And they don't even like each other. Right, exactly. <laughs> they they were cool when we were walking through New York. New York bringing people together, man. So yeah, I, I, I miss it too, bro. I miss it too. I, I saw GD put on his story, um, him walking past the offices of Bleacher Report, yeah. and I was like, man, I miss the office too. Oh, that I was saying, the like the streets are all empty. He said it just felt like it was like a different vibe because nobody's really out. I yeah. never seen New York look that empty, especially during the day. Yeah, but I mean, it looked like people were obeying the rules and stuff so we can eventually get back out to New York. So shout out to everybody listening to what's going on. D Mills, you still in the Shaft City? I like that. I love the Shaft City. But I was about to say, like, if you get a chance to go to the Garden, it makes you slowly become a Knicks fan. Mm. Like, those two times I was there... You definitely oh, contemplated switching sides. You, I remember that. I remember that. Because you caught a shirt. He caught a shirt and everything. Yeah, that that arena just it, I don't know, man. I can see why LeBron them love it so much, man. That arena just is better than any arena I've been now to. That's definitely better than UC. Now we need to turn the page and have people make it their home to where they don't have to play there once a year or twice a year. We got to start turning that page. And we we doing that. We building the momentum. They got World Wide West. They got Leon Rose. You they still I mean? got the head though. They got the the That's head what I was guy. Say. They gonna have to top the head. They gonna have to change the top. Go through the, through the wire. I'm gonna do through the wire for a couple more years. Build up the stock. I'm gonna trade it in. Okay. Get my 2.5 bill. Mm. Buy the no. I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, no. You sound like you had a decent little plan going now. <laughs> nah. I'm and not finally, I would we... sell my shit to what's his name? What's his what's his name? Dolan. James Dolan. Nah, he don't deserve that. And lastly, Mike, uh, you you it's almost time for you to put your green screen up, bro. I'm going to have it up by the next pod. So Ooh. be on the watch for that. Going to have a nice background. Not going to let y'all know what it is. I already but you, know but you already know. I already know what it's going to be. Okay. I'm sure it'll be something Laker affiliated to be biased as hell. That's <laughs> the dude in the Madison Square Garden arena. Yeah, but I'm not biased. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can explain that I'm biased. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you, P. But we know you. We talk about the Clippers, man. The Clippers, I don't like them because of this, this, that. We talk about the Lakers. Man, we I don't see no weaknesses. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just messing with you, Mike, man. 
Yeah, we might as well just start off there then with the Lakers. J.R. Smith, J.R. Swish, Mike, how do you feel? Uh, I know you spoke, I've spoken to you privately about, you know, Deion Waiters because we know what he could do when he's focused and and elevated. Um, But now you add another dude. So give me your first reactions. Um, First of all, did you know this was going to happen? I I had a pretty good idea it was going to happen, especially once Avery Bradley was out and we had a roster spot. I figured J.R. Smith was probably going to be that dude. Like immediately after Avery Bradley kind of like, said he was he opted out i seen the reports that jr smith was gonna be working so I, I figured it would happen and then also you know having the relationship that him and lebron have i, I figured it would too but i'm happy about it though i mean obviously adding a dude like jr smith who is a champion veteran and can shoot the ball and obviously we know he can get hot is gonna help the lakers um the question i was trying to ask myself is i i, I know it's he hasn't played pro basketball but i mean how could you see him starting on the Lakers and taking Avery Bradley's spot? Starting? I no, mean, anyone. I don't think he's. I don't <sighs> think he's starting. No, he hasn't played basketball in over a year. You can't just throw somebody in a starting lineup after just I mean, not playing basketball, I'm not, especially when you're not a star. He hasn't been sitting underneath the rock though. He's been in the gym, and That's he also has fan. 13 years of NBA experience before that too. Right. So you know, I, I mean, I, I would run the world out with like Caruso, or 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 Dion, or Dion, yeah, yeah. That's good. But I, I mean, honestly, throw, K- throw KCP back in there. You know, LeBron at the one, KCP, Danny Green, y'all fine. You know, obviously you're missing something with Avery Bradley's defense and everything, but uh, KCP, an above average defender, Danny Green's above average defender. I think y'all be fine. What y'all lack right now is that bench defense because I don't trust JR. I don't trust Dion. Alex Caruso gives us, plays his heart out, but I. He's just not a good defender either. So that's mostly what y'all oh, missing. He's not a good defender. He, he's a pretty he's a pretty solid defender. Is he a better defender than the other three guys y'all got? Or is he fourth? He's the fourth be, fourth best defending wing. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he he's not good. A, he got to take a Tom Alex Caruso. Pretty salary, he has pretty yeah. solid wing defenders. To say he's the fourth best, but he's still a decent defender. He's I, the fourth best out of four. They got a good rim protector in Dwight. Let's not sleep about that. The last. He's not the best. He's the last. Yeah, they got Dwight. They also got Don't Sleep JaVale. Like, defense, defense, you'll be fine. You know, you'll be fine. Yeah. Avery mm-hmm. Bradley did just add just a little bit more. That's all. I would start JR. Maybe not initially um, because you want to get him some rhythm. But, I mean, at that position, what they're asking of him, it doesn't need to be anything it's, crazy. He's just going right. to space the floor. He's going to give some effort defensively. You're not expecting him to be the lockdown defender, mm-hmm. you know, or anything out there. You give that assignment to Danny Green. Now, right. if there was no Danny Green – then yeah, you probably would have those uh, those question marks about Jr. defensively. But as long as you're putting him out there with Danny Green to take the assignment away, then all he has to do is give effort. And we know Jr. Smith, you know, I mean, he'll give you some effort defensively right. when he's locked in. And then when not, you have options to take him out, you can put a yeah. KCP in. This is why um, we're this is why we're live right now. Somebody in chat just said, "Remember that Dwight Howard still hasn't confirmed if he's playing or not." So yeah, um, so keep yeah, that in mind. Thing. I mean, so listen to what you guys say. I mean, the only concern with starting J.R. Smith is, I mean, Danny Green's probably our best perimeter defender. We 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 don't want Danny Green just to be guarding like the Danny Greens all game. We we want to be able to switch it up, and also we just don't want Jr. having to be like a dude that we're gonna be. Oh, you need to play defense or rely on him for that. So that's why I say maybe KCP is a dude because he's a dude you legitimately put out there and be like, you know, well, you're gonna have to guard Damian. You're gonna have to give your all on on defense for Damian Lillard because we matched up against him. Something like that. So. Yeah. But I mean, Danny Green's workload is usually that, right? 
you, you yeah. defend you defend well and you hit you shoot corner threes. It's not like they relied on him offensively that much. You know what I'm saying? He's just right. he kind of gets to a spot. He waits for LeBron to penetrate and he's just there catching and shooting. And that's basically what he's done his entire career. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly what he's done his entire career. I'm just yeah. excited to see Jr. back on the court, man. Uh, I, I know what Jr. can do. I mean, we all we all know what Jr. can do. Jr. is just one of those talents where <clears throat> he is a, a what do you call it? Um, he is unpredictable. You know what I mean? But Jr. is one of those dudes that when he's on, it could get very scary. It could get very very scary. He's a very dangerous guy when he's on and he's locked in. I think the more you minimize his role, the more he can exceed expectations because J.R. Smith, he's he, he's older than, than his days and by NBA numbers because he's been in the league since he was like a teenager. But J.R. hasn't had a catastrophic injury. He uh, he isn't old as hell. And he his the best thing he adds is, is something he'll be able to do even when he's on his last leg, which is shoot. You yeah. know what I mean? So... And he's been a six man all his life, pretty much. So he, the minutes that he's put on his body isn't like crazy as like what most starters would have. But he's a he's a high six man Demille, so he plays starters minutes with his six man role. So he doesn't start the games, but he he play he's played yeah. starter minutes by finishing our games. But I just like him because he's a dangerous guy you you add off your bench. And I think Dion Waiters, if he comes in with the right mentality, he's another guy. But except he he has a little bit more in his bag where he can kind of be. Uh, a facilitator with the ball in his hands, doing things like that when, when LeBron isn't on the court. Um, they're just going to have to find the perfect parents because you still have Rondo that they're going to give minutes to. You have KCP, Dion, JR, Danny. You're going to have to find the right rotations and, and right mixture to be able to get all of those guys opportunities to play. And luck, luckily, they got some breathing room, right, with them being the number one seed. They can experiment these first couple games with different rotations before the real game starts to matter. Um, but I, again, we're all just saying here, we got a thousand people watching. We're all just waiting for the NBA, you know, the so JR we, JR is one thing that he has over the other guys though, is his relationship with LeBron. LeBron can count on him. I know he had the, the timeout thing. Everybody likes to joke and meme about, but LeBron has won a championship with him. Yeah. So yeah. LeBron is going to have more of a pairing with him than Dion or more of a, a repertoire, uh, with, with him over Dion KCP guys like that. They hit, did LeBron and Dion cross paths and ca- with the yes. Cavaliers? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did for a little bit before okay. he got traded. Because it's the infamous Dion. Oh, facts, facts. Oh, yeah. Dion wanted the isolation. But, yes, yes. But, but nonetheless, I think that um, the Lakers is the best spot for, or at least one of the better spots for J.R. Smith to go back if coming back. Because it's just the Lakers already had so much. I think he just has the opportunity to prove himself. And also, it's going to be at a, a, a high level playground in the playoffs so i think it's uh, yeah winning wise yeah but i think it's some other places where he really could have proved himself yeah i would have loved to see him in philly philly probably like the number one spot because they need um, shooting new jersey would have been really nice because spencer got brooklyn they brooklyn now (laughs) (laughs) they brooklyn now you like yeah you just oh yeah you just said new jersey Yeah, because they a lot of the guys not gonna come. I think DeAndre Jordan just said he's not gonna come, so he would have just had the opportunity. And I like to see Jr. with opportunity because then you get like forty point games. Like that man would have had the ultimate green light, though. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jr. could have fit a lot of different places because he just gives you what a lot of teams want, which is shooting. But no, the Lakers do give him the best chance at the highest level. 
Jr. with the Bucks would have been like, oh yeah, I think I think that's probably what he prioritized at this point in his career. He's like, let's just try to get some jewelry. I did the six man thing. I I know I can score the ball, but let's just tack on that jewelry because if he goes to the Nets and he dropping twenty a night. They still getting bust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, With the rest of the roster, they gonna be trash. I meant that for job opportunities because he he's just sat this year out basically. So I know a guy like him, Jamal Crawford, when they get their opportunities in this setting, they're going to want to prove for next year because the, the season. Right. So let me let me ask you this: If you are a general manager, do, would you look at him going to the Nets, averaging twenty, and think about him higher than going to the Lakers, maybe averaging nine, but contributing no. to like winning basketball? It would show me that he can still play because the fact yeah. that he that out this long without being on a mm -hmm. roster says a lot of teams number one didn't know if he can play or looked at him a certain way but if you go yep. there and average 20 I, yeah I, i'm not going to think that you're going to come to my contending team and be a 20 point scorer but it shows me that you still can play you're still in good shape you still can handle the, the workload but you know what i think i think you could do that even with he's averaging like eight points per game you know if you actually I mean, watch you be like jr still looks good he's just playing I, his the role right. that he's given it doesn't even really matter to like if he's on a, a bad team having a 20 or if he's on the team average. I think as long as he comes back and he plays, he could show play at a high level. Teams are going to have interest. Teams had interest in him. It's just the same question that people trying to say. They didn't know if he could still play after uh, being off of basketball for so long. No, I yeah, personally and, think and, so. Mm -hmm. And when I said net, my bad, Demios, when I said that's yeah. number one, I was I was saying it from a JR fan perspective of him having that green light and going out there to hoop. But yeah, any opportunity was going to be good. Obviously, yeah, the yeah. is the best because any going forward, J.R. Smith on any team is going to kind of be like a role player for a contending team. So yeah, th this will help in a market if he doesn't come back for other teams that compete. Because next year, a lot of teams are going to be back in that you know competitive role. The Nets, uh, the Warriors will be back. Lakers, Bucks still be competitive. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be back being competitive. Yeah, what definitely. I was just more so saying, like, I would love to see him on the Nets, like a team like that, if he was to go back and, like, average 20-some, I think that would be more impressive than, like, seeing him just dropping eight and, like, not really playing a significant role. And, like, you it's, you get a bigger sample size if you see him on a bad team and you get to really judge him more so of a player. Now, if I'm playing devil's advocate, the only thing is, is when you do, if he were to go to a Nuggets or your Blazers, a team that – wouldn't have him with that much opportunity you, you it would be like could he do that here because he's not going to have that green light you know what i mean like yeah. with the nets the lakers probably don't look too much into that because they know okay well he's not gonna have the ball that much if he's shooting 12 shots a game he's probably not going to get that here with ad and lebron so how do we weigh that and judge that so playing with it with the lakers could give him a better you know a better look because Chat he, is spamming Wolves, so we got to see what the Wolves just announced. So what what happened in the NBA world? The Wolves just just dropped a tweet after a test as after positive tests for the coronavirus within a traveling party heading to Orlando. The Denver Nuggets have closed their team's practice facility for several days. Facility was locked to players and staff starting Saturday, and will open later this week. That's not really yeah. There's not really much much news. Yeah. Chat. I thought like something big happened. I thought somebody else tested positive <laughs> or something. I thought the NBA got cancer. Yeah, the way y'all spamming, I'm thinking it's a really a bomb. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. fine because they don't play for such a long way, so they can close it down for a week because they don't play till the thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. I is about to happen. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, they can they can just lock it down for a couple of days until everybody gets there, chill out, and then yeah, that's that's not that big of a deal. But within that, since we are on Wolves' tweets, uh, he announced, or DeAndre Jordan announced on his Twitter, 
that he is another player that is uh, sitting out for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie tested positive as well, and he is trying to figure out whether or not he's going to travel. So the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they're they're taking a precautionary method. And we've said this on the show before, but, like, the people that are upset with these players for prioritizing health or family over this little-ass bubble, especially mm-hmm. for the teams that don't matter. Like, no, the Nets had no chance of getting out of the first round. Let's be honest with each other. So if you're a Nets fan and you're upset with DeAndre Jordan or you might be upset with Spencer Dinwiddie for sitting out, you're just you're going to end up on the wrong side of history, man. Yeah. The wrong side of history. Do y'all think the Nets have a good chance of falling out now? They're still so far I, ahead, right? Yeah. I was just about to ask that because I know the, the Wizards, Wizards have a the chance. Wizards, yeah, the Wizards would have to play like, like we said, they're gonna have to win games to get into that uh, at oh, least a nice spot. You're the A spot. If, if the, oh yeah, I mean, and that's pretty. They they pretty much they have a comfort comfort lead. Like Mike said, the the Wizards have damn they play perfect, and since they don't have you know Bertans, they they have a lost player right there. Uh, I, to me, it don't even really matter. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, the Magic probably looking at it like maybe we can evade the Bucks if. Yeah, that's that's something yeah. that could definitely happen. Mm-hmm. If if I wasn't streaming, my internet wouldn't be so slow right now. But yeah, they're five and a half games over the Wizards. Like the Wizards would have to go like six and zero to start it off, and then the. No, that's no 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 no. no. They're six games above. So oh. yeah, it's it ain't. It's still not happening. It would have to take a miracle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wizards fans. Yeah. It would have to take a miracle. It's just, it's just, nah. No. Nah, I'm sure the Brooklyn Nets will still probably win a couple games because it is still basketball. They're still professional basketball players. Karis LeVert can mess around and drop a 40 piece. Y'all think he dropped like 50 against the, the uh, Celtics this season? Joe Harris is still there. Jared Allen. They're, 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 they're okay. They're okay. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, at the end of the day, we just don't care because, like we said, they're, they're one of the bottoms. Uh, so, like, if a significant player from one of those teams, doesn't come or yeah like control said i I really really doesn't matter i would encourage oh this is this is why i'm glad we're live if they're within four games it's a play-in tournament i forgot about that so they just they just have to win a couple so it's it's actually possible now that i think about it for the wizards yeah for the wizards they have to they have to jump within four games and then they have the play-in tournament for the the eighth and and seventh seed and i saw bradley bill on twitter saying move he was talking shit to uh miles bridges when he gave them 34, so. Miles Bridges. What is Miles Bridges talking about? They were playing against each other. And he was shoot at the free throw oh, line. Oh, okay. You can't guard me. You can't guard me. You a little boy. You went to I mean, Michigan <laughs> State. Shout, shout out to Imani Bates, too. Picked Michigan State. What do what you think about that, P? You think he's actually going to go, or he's going to eventually be like, nah, I'm just going to go to the NBA? Um, If they open it up to where, like, high schools could go, yeah. But, I mean, if he's doing a G League route, I don't know. The G League route would have to, like, be this crazy success story but i think college basketball is still for the is, most part still is it kind of early to be like it very early i don't like, think i what? think he's like 2021 2022 yeah is he like the number one guy too or he went already this how much they get that man <laughs> i like it like if i was one of those guys i would pick i would pick early too because it just shuts everything up you don't have to worry about anything unless the coach retires or gets fired Can you imagine that but Izzo has been a staple there. So, like, yeah, I never understood why guys took every fucking minute to pick. Like, guys will be fucking the number one guy for three years and take all that time to really decide a school. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. you know damn well you're not going to go to fucking Houston University. 
So why are they still on your list? Oh, I'm from Houston, so I'm considered. No, you're what? not. Come on, cut it out. <laughs> Maybe like people be having these weird ass schools, and you be like, I, I remember, I remember it was some like really good Chicago hooper, and and nowadays people get uh like people to Photoshop like them in different jerseys, like my Final Four. Dude yeah. had like North Carolina, Duke, and DePaul. Cut it out, bro. I know you're from Chicago, but cut it out. We know you're not going to DePaul. Jabari had like Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State, and he had BYU. And I know he's Mormon. <laughs> yeah, he's Mormon. Like, kind of know you weren't going to go. To he was BYU. doing that to to make his family feel good. And oh, then he, he, he might consider this on air because he had a good relationship with Coach Romar. And me, I'm like, I would push to the O's because it would be different. But then it's like, bro, once you chose Duke, it's like you never really considered them, probably. Yeah. Like, Somebody in chat said for Imani Bates. Uh, Michigan State has always been the school he's wanted to go to, so it was it made sense for him to sign this early. At the time, Izzo, man. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this Bulls situation from 2010. It's very, very old news. It's a decade old, but whatever. It, it was news. We so just let's got talk it. We it. just got it. Damn, that's uh, a decade ago, man. That was our prime years, y'all. Yeah. Like, my little brother is going to be in high school soon. And, and man, the day he's about to like go, I'm gonna I'm sit him down and let him know, like, enjoy every moment of it, bro. Cause like, whether you want to accept it or not, high school is a big time. You know what I mean? For certain people. It, it's not even, it'll be the best time of your life cause it probably won't be. Right. But it's just, it's so sacred because it goes by so fast and you're never getting it back. Like you're never gonna get it back. Yeah, you do so many like first time things in high school too. That like you say, you never yeah. get it back. So that's what you right. make, you make you kind of enjoy it. And, and then it's like, Go ahead. Uh, that's where you kind of build your foundation for who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Yeah. This podcast don't exist if we didn't go to the same high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just it, so much happens in high school. So much happens. So much, man. So when you say a decade, it puts me in. Uh, I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a sophomore. 2010. I graduated eighth grade in '09. So yeah, I'm a sophomore in 2010. You want to hear something, Pete? We not even in high school yet, bro. Yeah, I graduated in 8th grade, 2011. So, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we young boys. But yeah. I remember the 2010 days of LeBron freshly going to my... We watched the decision at my grandma's house. I, I'll never forget that. She just had got a Vizio. You hey, remember that? Coming hey, off. Yeah. 2010 Vizio is nasty, bro. Yeah, the Vizio. Like, yeah, the, these are the days me and Contrero, we walked to this the, the movie theater... When it first opened, and what did we see? We saw that movie with uh, the bald head guy, man, Bruce Willis. Wait, what movie theater y'all walked to? Out here? No, no, this is when I lived. Uh, this is before I moved over. Uh, um, I know exactly what. Die okay, hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's when that movie theater had just like opened up. It was like grand opening week. Uh, yeah. Either way, either way. So reports came out. Brian Winhorst did this entire article we talked about 2010 the decision and everything and some of the key points that i had had outlined because i thought it was interesting chicago has spent more than a year working on his pinch for lebron james and chris bosh the bulls had harpo productions oprah winfrey's production company create videos even when they met july 1st the bull was skeptical that wade was seriously considering signing with them so initially they revealed only part of their pitch and then what they did after that, when they had this pitch with Dwayne Wade, they gave him a custom number three Bulls jersey, and he put it on, and he smiled super hard, and he was like, one day. That one day happened when he was like 38 years old. <laughs> like, like, come on, bro. He gave us a little tease. He gave us a little tease. He gave us a little tease, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the big headline report was that, like, 
Um, when it came to scouting, Joe Kim Noah tried to call LeBron's phone, but LeBron was sending his ass to voicemail, and he wasn't picking up. Uh, but the big thing, the big thing that people didn't like, if you didn't read the article, you didn't see, is that the reason why this didn't happen is because they couldn't figure out a deal for Luau Dang, because the Bulls had max spots for two players. They would have had to move Luau Dang to make it three. So they had a they had a situation with the Clippers. They was this close, but the Clippers turned it down. And then they tried to do a sign and trade with the Toronto Raptors, but last second the Toronto Raptors pulled out with the Chris Bosh deal. So after all of that, um, Pat Riley put them rings on the table for Chris Bosh and was like, "Hey, take this one. When we win our own, you give it back." Some real gangster stuff right there. Here, take one of my many rings because I can guarantee you, you're gonna have your own in a couple years. And that was all. That was all Chris Bosh needed. He was like, "Okay, I want to go to Miami other than Chicago." Simple. In Chicago, in Miami's weather, Miami seems better than Chicago. Man, it's just unfortunate that that we didn't. We had so much opportunity to get LeBron and D Wade, and it just fell through. That's really just heartbreaking, even here. Yeah, I makes sense too why they had like a little inner beef too, because no one knew LeBron wasn't even messing with him back then. I didn't. I would always wonder why did Noah hate LeBron so much. Like they, they really hated each other, and well, it I makes think, sense. I think Noah set himself up for failure. How so? Because realistically, Joe Kim, just let this process in your brain, Derek. Joe Kim. Oh, why is it? Why is he Joe calling? Noah recruited LeBron James to the Bulls instead of it being Derek Rose. Just fuck Derek Rose. Joe Kim. James <laughs> to the Bulls. It just doesn't even sound legitimate. Even if that did happen, you damn near probably wouldn't believe it because you'd be like, that don't that just don't even sound right. That's equivalent to fucking, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of some DeAndre Aiden, uh, not even. Uh, DeAndre Jordan recruited Kawhi to the Nets. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a bit I mean, disrespectful. Hey, hey, yeah, I mean, at least he was a leader for the. He was a vocal leader for the. He was a vocal leader. He was a locker room leader. So it makes sense. And then, you know what? Good thing LeBron to come here because next year, Derrick Rose won MVP. Yeah, after that, we had Joe Kim Noah, defensive player of the year. So forget those championships. I see somebody in the comments say Draymond got KD. Draymond is a lot, lot amplified than Joe Kim. What is he, though? Do we remember the same Prime Joe Kim? Prime Joe Kim was in your face. He was talking to medias. He was, who wants to go to Cleveland? Who vacationed to Cleveland? Player, though. Like, Draymond was a part of a big three. He had already won a championship when they got KD. They won 70, They won 73 games. Joe Kim Noah didn't really have that res- He What, he had an all-star appearance or two? At that point, he had been a one-time yeah. all-star, yeah. A one-time all-star, like, Draymond had some shit for KD to listen to. <laughs> but didn't, okay, maybe Chad can tell me if I'm wrong, but didn't LeBron come out and say, they like I have no problems with with Joe Kim. I just hate playing against him. You know what I'm saying? Some, something similar to that. Like he respected Maybe. Joe Kim Noah. That sounds he like he just didn't like playing with him. I'm playing against him. I mean, I mean, that I can understand like... that. Noah seems like a pest, and he seems like he can be very annoying to go against. So I can completely understand that. No, actually, at this point, Joe Kim Noah hadn't even been an All Star yet in 2010. Okay. But still. Let me see. It's, it's kind of crazy. Stats. It's kind of crazy that Derrick Rose didn't want to recruit how anybody. Many, how many years had Joe Kim? But he he, this even, th- he was just finished up his third season. Yeah, Joe Kim was still. So he's still on his rookie contract. We got that money because he's still on his rookie contract. Man, you know, I want people to understand. No disrespect to Joe Kim. He did what he was supposed to do. 
you 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 go out and you try. But I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? That's like somebody, one of those little dudes at Barstool trying to recruit Kenny. He's not gonna answer the phone. Facts. I'm I'm not. So don't don't even <laughs> don't even try. Don't even try. I won't. Um, this whole article in this in the whole in its entirety with Brian Windhorst and this whole decision. Um, one thing Brian Windhorst does well is talking about LeBron. Like that's that's the one thing. That's the one. It's <laughs> not it's not thing. hard to talk about LeBron though. But he got some inside. He's yeah, he always on the inside. He's written books about LeBron. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Um, but he talked about like Wade and Bosch had agreed to come, but then LeBron James were completely dark where he wasn't answering no text messages, phone calls and stuff. So they were afraid that he had made a different decision, which is very interesting. Um, had stuff about Alonzo Mourning during the like interview, not the interview, but the pitch meeting. Alonzo Mourning was there for the Miami Heat. Um, it talks about the Knicks. Yes, the Knicks. Um, the Nets, right? The Nets also had money for two spots. Jay-Z is homie at the time, so they thought that was a real idea. We need that again. Like, have we had that recently? Like, when, mm-hmm. like um, a big free agent frenzy. Like, I understand Kevin Durant was a free agent. He signed somewhere else. But was there really, like, speculations and stuff? It just happened with Kevin Durant, right? Kawhi was mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. That's true. No, That's true. Yeah, he was actually going to meeting with teams and Lakers. True, true. Um, yeah, but I missed that though. I, I definitely miss it. That and Kawhi was big because then he signed it and Paul George get traded. Like I remember waking up and we called each other like, "Bro, what?" Yeah, yeah. What the? Because yeah, I, I, la- I literally remember laying in bed and I like I just got that notification. And then Twitter just went wild. Yeah, because it came out at like one in the morning. It was like one, two yeah. in the morning. I was yeah, I was in bed too. Ecstatic and so happy as a Paul George fan. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. I, I'm pretty sure we got the notification that Paul George was traded there first, and then we got the Kawhi news. You I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I, I I got out of bed. I went right to the recording room and I recorded a video and put it out. It was like four in the morning. I put a video out and it was a one out of ten, which means that it was my best video out of the last ten videos at four o'clock in the morning because everybody cared about that trade and that signing because that was the next big thing. It made me so happy because I never wanted Paul George on Thunder. I end up liking it because you know it was cool, but I I wanted Paul George to go to the Lakers, and then when he didn't, I'm like, cause I they had that young team. It was like. What was that Lakers team? It was like D'Lo, maybe Brandon Ingram. I'm like, bro, Paul George go there with them young dudes. They can be, they can be something. And he he didn't yeah. go. He resigned yeah. with the Thunder, and that was like cool. And then they they did the whole shit where they lost. Right. So like, the a couple they, times. They they, they young guys <laughs> kind of closed out them games. You had a guy like MVP dude like Paul George here. You might be you might I, be talking about something. For me, it was gonna rebuild him because I know yeah. a lot of people was looking at him. So I'm like, go there, rebuild your shit. But then when that notification came and he's a Clipper, I was a little mad Kawhi went because I'm like, bro, if Paul George could have just had that as his team, that would have been a nice team. But, you know, Kawhi makes it championship-level team. I want y'all opinion on this. Eight-part Kobe Bryant documentary called Mamba Out would debut July 5th. On NBC or some shit? I don't even, it doesn't even tell me from the headline. I'm, I'm, I'll get my opinion first. It feels kind of dirty. It feels like way too soon. Right. So he was working yeah. on it before he passed away. Recipes Kobe. But it feels like it's being rushed. It's mm-hmm. it hasn't even been six months since my since my boy has passed away. And we don't know how far he was into the documentary before he passed. 
but it definitely just feel it feels kind of dirty to me i'm gonna mm-hmm. watch trust me i, I will watch uh-huh. but it, like if it's just something about it just don't I, feel, feel i right think it was me. just i think there was just a rush on it since the jordan documentary had came out and yeah. it's just i think people people wanted something especially after kobe's death they wanted something to kind of like to remember him i don't know yeah, when too- i got that note yet i was shocked too Mm-hmm. I don't know too much information. I, I saw it. Um, but yeah, it is it is fresh still. I still haven't watched on purpose Kobe highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say on purpose, it's like intentionally going to watch. Right. Some shit you can't help. Like uh, I was flipping through the channels and they played the Kobe All-Star game. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't watch it, but I mean, it was there. It had some highlights in the Jordan doc. But I still haven't watched Kobe highlights or like anything Kobe associated on purpose as, since the thing happened. Um, because it is still fresh, you know what I mean? It, yeah, yeah it's only, it's, it hasn't been that long. It feels longer than what it's been because there's a lot of things that took our mind off of it, like a pandemic and then you know, social injustice and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it still is fresh. Um, you know, and I even seen a report about his, his, his wife and his daughter coming out and saying, you know, chill on social media because you know, every five, every five seconds, we have to see something that re- puts us through that, yeah. Again. And that's how I felt when it happened. I had to get off social media for a while because it's like, as much as I love Kobe, I don't want to see that shit every two minutes because it, yeah, it, yeah. it puts me back in that mode. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, over time, we'll be able to accept it. But yeah, every time I'm scrolling, I don't want to have to see something. You know yeah. what I mean? I, not not now. So, it, could, it could definitely ruin, it ruins the mood of like, if I'm in a good mood and I see, it's, it's that one, I swear to God, that one video like gets me teary-eyed every single time. Where he's like, he was like giving some motivational. He's like, what you said? Like, he's, uh, what was the, what's the clip? He's like, life goes on. Keep walking. I'm like, bro, you can't do this. You can't tweet this every week and put it on my timeline. Because now I woke up at nine o'clock in the morning. I'm fucking crying. It's just and like. That's what people do though. People, people, and I, and I don't know how to even judge it. Is it taking advantage? But like, I see certain shit where it's like, we have canvases. And it's a yeah. cold canvas. But you, you know what? I, I can see it both ways. I can see it as people who. This is their grieving process, right? I'm going to paint this big-ass thing of Kobe, and I want the world to see it. And that's beautiful. I, lo- I love to see the murals and everything. That, yeah. that makes that makes me, actually, that don't make me sad when I see a mural. I see that more of like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, boom, here yeah, he, he, he you are. Right, exactly. Um, so I'm not going to tell people to stop tweeting it because maybe that that is how they get out their, their emotions. I just, sometimes I'm just like, man, I, I wish I didn't see that right now. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Shout out to Kobe, man. Yeah, and I don't like the the thing. I don't. I don't like the title. I don't. Mamba out. I don't like Mamba yeah. out. I wonder if that was because because so I'm I'm reading the article right here. Um, Clutch points is commemorating Brian's final title with an eight part documentary. So the Mamba out is about the last title. I don't think it has anything to do with his death. So I'm I'm guessing that that was the title even before he passed away. Yeah, he probably made that title, or either probably his wife and his kids probably decided on it. Yeah. So the documentary will have interviews from teammates like Powell, Metal World Peace, Derek Fisher, and other players mm-hmm. um, on the road to a winning championship. It'll be available for viewing on Instagram and YouTube. So that tells me it's probably it's, these are not like hour long episodes. I would guess that's, if it's on if Insta, Insta, How long is an Instagram video? I don't even know. Instagram TV. Nobody know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is a. I thought there wasn't a limit on Instagram TV. Yeah, oh, okay. Then maybe it will be now. Videos on Instagram TV. Episode one and two are out July first, three and four July twelfth, like and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, very soon. It should be. It should be. I mean, I'm. I'm yeah, what the hell? It's like this week. What? Hold on. Yeah, that's what I was looking at too. Uh, that's, that's next why, Monday. That's why I was saying like it's. It feels just too soon. Like we had no like. You know how usually it'd be like months no or hype. something before like. Yeah, it'll be like months or something before like they'll show a preview of the Kobe documentary or something yeah. like that. This literally they just put it out as an article. Like you know, we dropping it on. First is tomorrow, not Monday. What happened? July first is tomorrow, not Monday. The the thing comes out July sixth. Oh, July sixth. I thought it was yeah. July first. July sixth. Um, maybe I did say July first. I'm, you know, the numbers and stuff. But I meant to say July sixth. Yeah, all the comments are saying to, that's tomorrow. Fifth, that's fifth, tomorrow. fifth, fifth. Yeah, Episode okay. one is July fifth. Sorry, Chad. Maybe I did say it wrong. Either way, um, hopefully, hopefully it's good. You know, Mike, you got a game? You got that? We doing nah, your game? Nah, I, I don't got no game today. But I, I did see someone. Uh, uh, I did see someone on Reddit today. I, I thought I was gonna quiz you guys on real on today, real quick though. But uh, can you guys? You can go back each year and name me the champion and the Finals MVP from each year. So starting with 2019, so so Kawhi and the Raptors, <laughs> right? 2018. How far back are we going? We seen how far you, we seen how far you guys can go back. Kevin Durant back oh, to back. Kevin. Okay, yep. now we on 2016. LeBron. LeBron. Okay. Yeah. 2015. Um, Iggy. Yep. 2014. Um, wasn't it uh Steph Curry? No. Oh no no never mind no, no he didn't have a Finals MVP. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was 2014 in the Spurs. 20. 13, 2012, y'all know back to back. LeBron. Like Lakers. I mean, yeah, LeBron. <laughs> Lakers. I, Lakers. I wouldn't uh, say LeBron, no, but Lakers slipped down. LeBron, 2011. Dirk. 2010 to 2009. Together? Yeah, well, this yeah. is back to back. Like, back to oh, back. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, 2008. The KG or was it Paul Pierce? Pierce and the Celtics, Pierce, 2007. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. How did we get to 2007? 2008 was the Celtics and Paul Pierce. 2007 is... Oh, it's 2008, 2008. Oh, uh, Tony Parker's 2007. Tony Parker, yep. Yeah. Then, then Wade, 2006. Yep, 2005. Timmy D. Mm-hmm, 2004. Chauncey Billis. Chauncey, 2003. Yeah. Um, no, no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't again. Yep, 2002. Then, the Diesel. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's back, back to back to back with check yes. and yeah. then uh, last one I had on here was 1999. The Emerald or Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan was a sophomore NBA player, and he won a Finals MVP. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. That's re- that is now. Ridiculous. Let's guess the next ten. <laughs> let's guess the next ten. <laughs> I, 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 I drew up something though because I, I had a feeling Mike was gonna fumble the bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You texted me saying, hey, I got this game. And now you're like, I ain't got it on okay. The way you were talking about it, it made me I'm like, man, I don't even know. No, I said we can do it, but we also need it. Bro, it, first of all, that's a terrible excuse because it's your game. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to have. I had something else to discuss. I had something else to discuss. Huh? I got something else to discuss. Oh, okay. After what there. you got. No, no I was going to say, no, I was going to branch off what we were talking about with the J.R. Smith. I was like, who else are the biggest wild cards in the playoffs for the for these teams? Obviously, I mean, some teams like the Utah Jazz we talked about, they don't got Bogdanovich no more. So is Mike is Mike Conley their biggest X factor? I don't think they have an X factor. You know? Yeah. I think um when I'm thinking about X factors, I'm thinking about contenders mostly. Mm-hmm. Right? Um as good as that jazz team is, I don't see them as contenders, especially without Bogdanovich. So I like, like it from an X Factor. I think their X Factor is gonna be 
uh, the second level guys. So, you know, they're going to depend on Donovan. Um, they're going to depend on Rudy defensively. And then the X factor is the, the rest of those guys, you know, being a, a solid foundation. So I think it's a little bit of Mike Conley. I think that they're going to need a little bit of a spark from um, Jordan Clarkson off of their bench. Uh, Joe Ingles is going to have to step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with Kenny. They're not a contender, so they don't have any big X factor missing links. But if they want to have any type of success and compete at any level, their X factor will be the second line of guys to, uh, you let, know. Let, let's talk about a contender then for the Bucks. Is Eric Bledsoe an X yes, factor? Or are we kind of passed. We're past yeah. him already. Cause no, I'm not passing players. on Eric Bledsoe. I, who, no, who he knows? definitely he has did. to come out and prove that he is a playoff player because he's exactly. consistently disappeared. Because, I mean, you think about uh, which series that he shot like 30% from the field in the series. He was terrible. But we've also seen players to have like a couple years of bad playoff history and then have a really good playoff run. Eric yeah. Bledsoe can do that. Like he's not as good as Kyle Lowry, obviously, That's but like the they're in a, they're they're kind of in a similar mode, right? These thick ass point guards plays good defense. He just don't have like the yeah. I guess the IQ intangibles of maybe Lowry. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's diving on the floor. He know the switch. He know the he got all of that. Um, Eric yeah. Bledsoe's more. He's more physical, more athletic. I would guess. It's something about them that they're similar, but then it's something that is different. I think it's the it's, body it's shape. The the motor, body it's the motor. It's the motor. No, I think it's the motor. I think Kyle Lowry has that motor. He has a completely different motor exactly. than Bledsoe. Bledsoe plays like a little laid back. Like yeah, he does. I think though. I think once upon a time, Eric Bledsoe did have like a little bit of a hungry type motor, but now I think it's kind of like more of a, a relaxed, like you said. Kyle Lowry was just busting his ass last playoffs. I seen him. So that's, that's, that's well, when he was playing of, with the. Well, when Bledsoe was playing with the Suns, he had to play because it was what three point guards. Shit, right. he, he could he easily be minutes. benched. Right. Yeah, he had to. He had to hoop then. Now there's like I mean, no pressure. That, let's 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 pipe it down. Bledsoe hoops now. It's just a championship. No, he's good. Yeah. Thing. yeah, he yeah, is yeah. good. Yeah, it's just a championship level thing. So, um, I mean, I, we we talked about him in the playoffs though. Because I, I mean, it's been times. It's been times where like people have been saying he, he's kind of taking matchups into, into like one on one type scenarios, and now he had George Hill having to come in and make plays. We've seen you, you know? do that too. Remember when Mike made it's him? Not about me. One thing. When? When you, when we played House of Highlights, you made you and Jeff like a one on one. He literally oh, got. Yeah. But but listen, that that wasn't a one on. That's that's what y'all perceived it to be. I was just. Playing. That's what it was. I'm the person that's gonna try to take over, not you. You were literally going at him. What it was. You you were literally going at him. You were trying to outdo him, but he was really yeah. fucking you up. <laughs> and guys, in the, in the comments, the man got so deep into my head. He would he would be like, "I'll let you have that shot," and Mike would be like, "You don't think I'm gonna make the shot?" to him he could like bro it was that's not that's not getting in my head. If somebody's sitting off me as a shooter, I'm gonna shoot the shot. I'm gonna shoot the shot regardless. You were shooting terrible that day. You had a very bad day. I, bro, look, look through the. You can go through the clips. I hit a decent amount of three. I hit at least four or five threes. So wait, which game were y'all talking about? First of all, we the, just talking about over the course of those. I was I'm, hitting. I was hitting I'm talking about when we played against Jeff and he made it a one. It's only one time. It's when we went to that. Yeah. Oh, when Lucas made that that shot. That's, yeah. yeah, and I missed the one right before to like so win the game. If I go through them films, I'll I'll see five threes, Mike. You're gonna see me hitting threes. I'm not gonna put no oh, you said four on or five. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna see me hitting but I threes. Don't think, I don't think Bledsoe is the X factor for them. I, I my X factor would be uh Middleton um or Brooke Lopez. But I feel like yeah, if they're at an all-star level and Giannis is doing his MVP thing, then the Bucks can can look unbeatable. 
You know what I mean? I feel like if Bledsoe doesn't come with it, they have options. Like, you know, George Hill, Dante DiVincenzo. Because I think that... What is their option? Brooke Lopez isn't shooting well as a big if he's having an off-series. Robin Lopez isn't going to come and shoot it like Brooke. You know what I mean? Maybe Ursan, but then he doesn't protect the rim like Brooke. Marvin Williams. Hey, you take a lot of charges. You take a lot of charges. What you mean? He always be making plays. Is that serious or is that supposed to be a joke? What, the Urzon be taking charges? Yeah, charges or threes. Charges or threes and rim protection. Now, give me the, the threes and rim protection. I mean, you're not going to get seven charges in a game. See, Ilya Ily Sobe drawing, so he might get like <laughs> But no, nah, I was going to say, I, I think that the the Bucks will be in a really good spot if they only have to, if Chris Middleton is like, because Giannis, we know what he's going to do. If Chris Middleton can show up during the times that they need him to to get them over the hump, I think they're going to be, they don't have to really worry about Wesley Matthews or the next guys in lines if those two guys can really bring the A game. Yeah. I think their bench, is really, their bench is really the X factor to me. If their bench can really show up, I already rely on I already trust their starters. This is the bench. Well, I, mean, we I know they've been good all year. You said what? Every team bench shows up, they're going to be. Yeah, it's a lot of teams that kind of basically do it by committee now. And they got, because, I mean. If the Clippers bench is on fire, I mean, they're a scary team. If the Lakers bench is on fire, they're a scary team. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of teams that if their bench is just killing it and, and just doing anything, then they're going to be scary, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but throughout the season, their bench was so good that they were, that they were still keeping leads and stuff with their starters in the game. Like, they didn't take a seat back. If they can continue that. It was cool. I, I just think that their starters was really dominating, fucking people up that bad. It's like, once you're up 30, are you really going to lose a 30-point lead or a 22-point lead? We've seen it, but how consistently is a, is a bench going to do that? Besides the the old Cavs bench. <laughs> is there a player for Toronto that's really like a big wild card for them? Or they just got to kind of be doing what I think OG. Here? OG. OG yeah, with um, the defensive Fred assignments of the wings. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go for Fred Van Fleet. I, I yeah. think if he plays at a crazy level, then they, they can really have a back-to-back opportunity. You know what I mean? Didn't so, Freddie say something in the news here. recently? Yeah, that he said that like playing isn't the right thing or something like that. But he also was saying that it he says it's terrible like, timing for the NBA to restart right now. That's what he said. Yeah, but he's but he will players. play. He said I'm still hooping, but yeah. I'm just saying he the said time that, is bad. He said them getting the money and be able to like get back that way is also just as good. So right. I I, I watched the Tobias Harris. I think he was on some show, maybe first take undisputed. And I like what he said, man. You know, he he was basically saying the same thing. Like yeah, the timing, you know, it's unfortunate, whatever. But he's saying. We're playing to save our lead. And I think when you put it in those type of words, it, it it really makes sense. And I think more players should look at it at the, in that type of light. You are playing to save your lead. You're playing to get revenue for the next couple of years and, and, and do that. And if you put it in that perspective, while still understanding the impact you can have from the court, then I, it gives you something to kind of boost you up if you do feel like the timing is bad. Because essentially, they are playing to save their lead. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of the actions that it's just it's just helping our future. I see that it the opening of the league can take away from what's going on and everything in the world. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's more for the future. It's more that we can keep the NBA going and we can keep African Americans, you know, in the NBA and stuff like that. So it's not just more for so now, but like you said, for the future. I don't think it's uh, taken away from. It. I think it's actually going to shed light on it because they're able to like change their name to the back, the backs of their names to like certain things that they want. They're not going to say they're going to paint Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. all, all over the court and all that. 
I'm like you definitely gonna get interviews of them it. talking and all that. So I agree, man. That was always my thing for people that say it's gonna be a distraction. It's only a distraction if you let it. We put out podcasts through all of everything, and and it had we haven't distracted or, or made us forget about anything because we didn't allow it to. So if NBA becomes a distraction, it's because the people inside of the NBA, aka the players who are predominantly black and minorities and whatnot, it's because y'all allow it. The game is y'all. Y'all are the basketball players. Y'all have all of the rights to do whatever y'all want to do. If you want to customize shoes, put some special shit on your jersey, what you want to talk about post-game interview, uh, pre-game interviews, all of these things, it's y'all. We're watching you. So any statement that you want to make, it's it's you. The platform is there. So if it becomes a distraction, it's because you allowed it to be that. Yep. Could y'all go 45 days without seeing your family? Could I? Yeah. Uh... If I, if I make how, how much am I making? Am I making thirty million dollars? <laughs> I'm making thirty million dollars. Yeah, but if I ain't doing much, then it's definitely gonna be hard. But are they going forty five days? Forty five days before uh, people can come in, other than the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's tough, and obviously we're not in the shoes, so it's really hard to put that in perspective. But I seen um basically the who is it? The Raptors got something down in, in Florida right now, which is basically like a mini bubble. What they're doing. Because uh, you know the the facilities in Toronto are closed, and they and Nick Nurse has been saying like he feels good about it, and uh, of course it's a small sample size because it's only that that team, but he says like the way they're going about it, you know they feel really good and everything. Yeah, forty five days is a long time, you know, no doubt about it. But I'm also yeah. a guy that's never been away from my family that long. Yeah, he's I mean, like he said, been on road trips. Said, they've been on, they've been, they're accustomed right. to being away from their families. Right. Not for this long, right? The longest road trip is what? The West Coast trip? And that's like a week and no, a half? No, not for this long. But I mean, to ask me who has no, like, right? Long- no, that's what I was asking earlier. I was putting you in them shoes. Because, yeah, uh, we, we basically live with our family to an extent. My, my dad, 10 minutes away. You know what I'm saying? So 45 days are a very yeah. long time. And he was talking about the players. It's extremely sure. long for us because we don't even do West Coast trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we spent like four or five days in New York without our families any day. And- that was kind of like. That was cool. Like you I was cool with that, honestly. That was, that was well, pretty chill. But no, nah, but low key, I, you know, when, I our days are, when our days are packed, though, it kind of flies by, though. And that's what Nick Nurse was saying. Like, they've only been there for about a week, but it's been flying by because they, they have, you know, they have what to do. And when they're they're not playing basketball, they're, you know, they're quarantined and everything. He said he just kind of treats it as like a big basketball camp, which I guess is kind of a good way to look at it. Yeah. 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 So it, it is, and I haven't heard anybody say it for the family reasons as far as why they why, why they wouldn't. I mean, the players that are opting out, they're like on that level, right? Yeah. When Ariza has his things, and a lot right. of Wilson Chandler wants to be with his grandma or whatever. But like, those are also two dudes that play for. Like, listen, if I was on the Wizards, mm-hmm. I, I would find any reason not to go either. Right. <laughs> I would just probably not go. I don't want to get. Yeah. Sick. I think if family was the issue, would have been came up for these players. Or like for the players that have just opted out. You've seen some players already did. So, yeah, I think there's any stars that like don't want to go, but they know they have to because, like, the pressure's on. Like LeBron, like LeBron's like, yeah, maybe I don't want to go, but I'm fucking LeBron James, so I have to go. I'm the face of the league. No, yeah. I think LeBron know he got a chance, so he obviously he he trying to go for that. But even if it's not him, let's. Yeah, we can I think the top of the top, those stars, I think they feel comfortable. But guys like Bradley Bill, I feel like I don't think there's any pressure on him, but I'm surprised that he's actually still going. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I think yeah, Bradley Bill's I'm, a hooper. I'm thinking of LeBron James specifically. <laughs> uh, but no, I feel you, KB. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah, I, I mean, like Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like, I he, think, he feels pressure because 
he has he has to represent the Wizards. Who's gonna go if he you know like? Or, or somebody somebody chance like Devin Booker. Oh yeah, Devin That's Booker. Say, Bradley the Bill. only reason I can see a star not wanting to play is if they're just not contending. They know that like it's no reason for me to be here because it's very slim chance. It is a reason for him to be. There. He's representing the Wizards. They want their best player to be out there. Yeah. Who the fuck? I guess. Will represent the Wizards. Rory Hodgkin, <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Bryant, Troy, Troy Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Fucking, uh, I don't know. Didn't they have a big game without Bradley Beal this year where they put up over 100 points? Like 140 some points? Bradley without Bill Bradley Beal? I don't know. Against oh. the Rockets. That okay. Rockets game, that Rockets game, he was there. Yeah. The 150, 140 something. Yeah. No, red, regulation game. Here it is, y'all. This is what I had cooked up. Okay. It's nothing crazy. It's kind of something we we did similar, but I had old players. Now, what I'm going to call this is match made in heaven, right? So what I did was I took the 30 best players, and the, and the way that I sorted these 30 best players is I took the best player from each 30 team. So what I want y'all to do is y'all may have to pull it up on y'all laptops, NBA teams, so y'all can see all the teams. I'm going to name players from teams, the best player from each team, and I want y'all to give me their match made in heaven somewhere else. Okay. So, for example, the 76ers. I think Ben Simmons is their best player, but a lot of people think Joel, so I went with Joel. So what y'all have to do is y'all have to tell me the match made in heaven for Joel Embiid. What team would be the match made in heaven for Joel? The best team for him to go compete for a championship. They're the best team. That's our first guy, Joel. So, I'm very I, when I'm looking at Joel, I'm looking for a team where they can have a lot of shooting, spacing, and they have people that can get him the ball. And I was thinking more so like the Warriors. I don't know, B. It, it's hard to play because a lot of teams just have that, that big men already. Like I said, a team that like, because I think about fit, I think about how more like the play style of that team. I mean, obviously you gonna have you want to have your shoes and everything. But I'm I'm thinking about a team that that actually wants to give their ball to their big and, and you know coach speed and stuff like that. Um, how many teams still really? A lot, a lot of people in chat are saying the Celtics. Shout out to chat, man. Thank you, chat, because y'all motherfuckers is dry. Shout out to chat. Yeah, Celtics would be nice. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics would be nice. Yeah, the Celtics you put would him, actually be nice. I, I, the reason him? why I struggle with Joel is because he is the team, right? Whatever you do, right. Joel's not going to fit anywhere because the the ball would have to revolve around him because he's a post player. Right. That's why I was struggling. Yeah. So, but, set, but exactly. So put him somewhere. Well, the 76ers, yeah, he is a team, but they have weaknesses that don't complement him because they don't have shooting. So, yeah, yeah. You know they have shooting. I don't know if the Warriors is it because at the pace they play, are they really going to slow it down to really incorporate him? Pro- probably not. What about but Memphis? He does, ha- does have the shooting. Memphis, Memphis, I think if anything, Memphis needs another wing player more than a big. I think mm-hmm. their big rotation yeah. is pretty solid with Val. Yeah, Val- I think Valentino is very solid for them. Yeah. He's not a ball dominant big. I think Joel, you have to kind of get him the ball. Yeah, I don't. Why is Joel a hard player to find a team for? I think I think the Celtics are the team. Yeah, Celtics or the Sixers, but they just would just have to add things. Sixers just have to add. The perfect team, then they have to add shit there. Yeah, I guess the Celtics because they only need a center. Yeah, you you upgrade from Daniel Tice to to a Joel B. You looking damn good. What about if I what what if I ask y'all about the Hawks? Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, I don't see yeah, I don't that's... see how that's much better than Philly at the end of the day. Yeah, I think. Wait, I, what I, you mean? 
We got a lot more shooting. I mean, just like if that team still's not winning a championship, I think it's just to win a championship or better with Philly than if he was with the Hawks. Take I'll take the veteran team that actually have experience over the twenty-two year olds. I, I might go fit on that one. I might go that pick and roll with him and Trey. That, would be, that was the whole. But that'll thing. be it. I don't. I, I don't trust thing. any of the shooters. I'm not trusting trust Cam Reddish more than I'm trusting Josh Richardson hitting the corner three. But I would rather have that that pairing with trust. Yeah, I, I mean, sure, Cam Reddish and Josh Richardson. But I mean, John. But Collins. you know, what would be a crazy pick and roll. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they just don't do it. That would still be a crazy pick and roll in itself. They just don't do it. I, re- I it, it would be. It would be. Well, yeah, because they don't do it, and they haven't really. We haven't really seen shit. I got to look elsewhere for hope. No, um, but I mean, seeing Joel Embiid just in a different environment with like an actual, like a Trey Young type point guard, that that would be something to see. Because you talk yeah. about, they're both too respectful. Like like Steph Curry, you have to respect Trey Young so much. You won't have to have a third or fourth defender come over to help. So, and that's so right now they are they are twenty and forty seven. Adding Joel Embiid, how many more wins do they have? I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, right, they're, they're, they're a playoff like team, but are they a contender? They're definitely a dangerous team. I wouldn't want to. Are they a contender? No, Would you say they're a contender? No, no, there's not a team you could just. Is look Philly at a, a contender? Like no. It's What'd you say? Cool. Is Philly a contender right now? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're pretend. I think I think they're a pretender. I think they're a pretender. They're they're brinks. They're they're on the brink of being a contender, but there's so many question marks on them that if they if if Philly lost in the first round, you wouldn't be surprised. Not at all. So you can't be a yeah. fucking contender because a, a contender, if the Lakers lose, you're going to be surprised. How can you be a contender and then if you lose in the first round, I'm, I'm just, not surprised. I'm just, I just think that the ceiling of the Philly is way higher than the ceiling of Joel Embiid to the Hawks. I, I can't say that. I just, yeah. I just see the the top two of the Atlanta Hawks would be amazing. Everything after that, oh, I guess three, John Collins. I don't know why I forget about John Collins. There's so the top three. in Hunter. And reddish and, and camp, yeah. But do you would you would you trust them in a playoff series over? I don't over? know because they're just you're young as hell. Exactly. That's that's my point they, though. They're they showing so though. much potential though. They've shown so much potential. Listen, they've shown so though. much potential. So are we talking about for for ten years? Or are we talking about like this oh, year? I'm adding Joel and B. I well, I know of Joel with the Hawks. He's not going to be there for three months. <laughs> so I, I thought we were like adding him to the perfect team to win a championship. Yeah, that's yeah, what kind of made it difficult. Y'all threw out a bunch of teams, and we just threw out the Hawks, and the Hawks got the most uh, conversation to, yeah. us to talk about because y'all really didn't have shit to say about the other team. So we just talked I about think, I think the Hawks actually would be probably like the dream fit. When you look at the wings, the PG, Trey Young's a hell of a playmaker. I think we, you actually You would take that over them. a Boston Celtics team with Joel Embiid? Because the Boston Celtics are fucking – they're great right now. They are. They have a, they have a no. decent center in Daniel Tice. Who's a good defender? Imagine adding an all defensive type player to that. Our argument was never Hawks versus Celtics. No, no, I was talking yeah. to Derek I though. Derek said it was a dream fit. Derek yeah. just said it was a dream Everybody fit. Wiped the Celtics away. I like the, the Celtics fit when it. Yeah, I like the Celtics. Everybody responded. I like both. The Hawks think, got the most response. Yeah, I think the Celtics one is the way to go. If you talk from just championship, well, even if he's there for one year championship, it's the Celtics. Yeah, I think just having a PG like Trey Young, I, it, it might be a better fit. In like long run, if you look at it, because but of his playmaking. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you, Mike. And then the, I, I think the ceiling is a little bit bigger because they they have so much potential in those wings. Right. So yeah. much potential. So much. Mm-hmm. Um, the next guy I think might be even. I'm I'm very interested to see what y'all say. The Bucks, Gi- Giannis. Mm-hmm. 
I think the perfect team built around Giannis is the Bucks. It's the Bucks. That's yeah. why the Bucks. I think it's be the most difficult yeah. one because it's like, but we have you pick you have you can't go with the Bucks. Um, send his ass to Toronto. Well, Marcus, I mean that makes sense. I mean, they like got Toronto. they don't have the spacing. They'll have the secondary star. They'd have the the leadership in Cal Lowry. I don't know. I'm looking at the uh, teams that got some bigs to shoot, but they like their four spot already. The Mavericks. My... I was yeah. gonna say. I was gonna think yeah. that the Mavericks too, but he's taking the ball out of Luka's hands. I was gonna it's say cool. Denver. I think I Denver believe, I be believe Luka can be fine without the ball. I do too, KB. I like the Mavericks. I I, I like the Mavericks. I like the Timberwolves. D'Lo and Cat and him. Um. Even uh, that, I, I feel like that's the ceiling of that cause... team is also kind of iffy to me. With uh, what? with cat because they don't have anything else after the after the top three. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of big threes don't have shit else. After no, yeah. I, no, I understand. That's why the Heat only won two out of four because they it was just the big three, and sometimes it wasn't even a big three; it was just two players. Right. I think either Dallas, Bucks, but we can't keep them there, or the Raptors would be a really good fits. Stop saying the Cavs are saying. Um, I mean, the, the chat is saying the Warriors. We're not throwing him to the Warriors. I'm sorry. Anybody would Even though fit-wise, fit-wise, yes, probably. But Anybody we're not giving the Warriors got, another one. When you got two of the best shooters, literally, in NBA history, then you're going to be straight. Run so Giannis next- at the center with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, but I don't wanna, we don't want to give him. No, 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 no. The next guy is Zach Levine. Um, Denver. <laughs> Send his ass to Philly or something. Denver. I like Philly. I like Philly. I like Denver as well, Mike. You can take uh, over that that perimeter score dude or guy. So you gonna put him over Jamal Murray? Basically. I know he's a little more consistent score. I think Orlando would be a good fit. You'll put him For next what? to Marquia. Forty two wins? No, they'll, it'll give them another another good spark. I thought off we were trying to win championships. Zach Levine don't make them a championship team. We're trying to win championship, Mills. We're trying to win champ. I thought you just said dream fit. I thought I, we was doing I, dream fit. But what's the point of having a fit if you're not going to win? Yeah, what's the dream? Why would a dream fit be 42 wins, Mills? I, I didn't say dream fit. I definitely said championship at the beginning, okay. which is why they saying that. But, e- but even with your logic, why would dream fit be 40 wins? I wasn't saying forty wins. I think they would improve pretty decently, actually. Tell me what's the tell me what's your wins for the Magic if they have Zach Levine. Uh, how many wins are they at now? I don't know what their record. They're right, at right 30, now they are thirty and thirty five. Thirty thirty wins. So just play an eighty two game season series. Eighty two game season. Yeah, I think they could easily be over forty wins. Right, yeah, that's like the win. six seed. <laughs> yeah, they that's decent. Win. That's, that's decent. Record. That's first round five five game series. Better than they've been in the years past. They've always been the eight seed. We're not arguing that, but you're saying dream scenario. Your dream forty four wins. No. You think right. magic? You think magic fans would be happy with just forty some forty four wins? No, I because think, they'd, they'd be in the same position. We're yeah, that, I think they. I think they still be upset. I think they'd be like blowing up. I'm trying to look at other places where Zach could go. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Zach in a Raptor uniform. Somebody said make Zach Levine the third option with the Lakers. I was thinking that too, but I didn't want the bias to come for, for y'all to say. It was I the thought bias about the Lakers you know. too. They, they could use the shot creator. Do the only that, thing about the Lakers is not many guys on here that you wouldn't be able to put there. So yeah. I, I don't want to put. But Lakers. they definitely they definitely need a, like a 
a guard shot creator. That would I wouldn't mind him on the Clippers either. I'm not gonna front my move. He's just a bucket. Uh, he a bucket. Any team that can use a bucket. Next player is Kevin Love. Is it Portland? But then again, how I much? I think Portland's the immediate choice. But yeah, is there a team that is there a team that does that make them? Have, I just see. What about Miami? Like, if Miami adds Kevin Love to the mix already, are they are they a better yeah. team than Portland? Yes. Over Kelly Olynyk, yeah. and you move Bam back over to the five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would take that. You could even keep Bam at the four and let Kevin Love play five. Chat is saying Rockets. Wow. That's the Rockets might be the move, and we now, get yeah. rebounded Kevin Love again. How much better okay. are the are the Thunder if they have Kevin Love over Gallinari? No, no, no. You could keep Gallo. You just add him to the five. Or you put him at the five. You have yeah, you move Gallo to. Well, actually, yeah, you can I mean, even, I don't know. You can move Gallo. You can to move the Gallo three. to the three because Terrence Ferguson he been cool. I don't even know if he been if he was a starting two, but he been cool. You move. You, you can move him to the three. bench. You can have a small ball lineup with Love at the five. You can do a lot of different things with that team. Yeah. Kevin Love with the Nets. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Kevin Love. Um, thing is, thing is with Kevin Love at the five is just he doesn't really play defense, so he would get killed. Yeah, the rim protection is kind of iffy. Yeah, the rim, yeah, rim protection is a well, thing because like Mike there with the Heat, you still would have a Bam if you're the Heat. Bam is still there. I think Heat might be the pick, honestly. Yeah, you need a team where you could put him Bro, at the four. I would not fucking mind the Pelicans either. You Zion one of that five, that five four or six four. Oh. Oh, woo! You Somebody got, said B- Bucks is interested too. Okay. I thought about the Bucks as well. Bucks is nice. Because you got the rim protection of Giannis. You know Those, and Brooke Lopez. Ingram, Love, Zion guards the center, or an offense, uh, Love and a po- that That seems yikes. Um, after Kevin Love, we have Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. The Portland Trail Blazers. They need they wing. He can give them buckets and he can play some defense. I like the way you're talking right there. You got me a little excited. <laughs> uh, actually, I would like him in Denver too. I think he would be a good guy. That would be good compliment to Jokic. He would okay. close out. He could be a good closer for them. And uh, you put him next to Jamal Murray and Jokic, where he's the number one option. Jamal Murray don't really have to do be the primary ball handler all the time anymore. I, I think th- it would be a good fit for them. I think he's another one of those guys that, like, he's in his perfect fit at the same time. He could be. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but I do like what you said, D-Mills. I, I do like what you said, though. Yeah. I think especially with, where Kemba, where he's at now, like, in his career, he he's fine with, like, letting Jason Tatum have those keys and everything, too. Okay, so see. Like, I'm going to go something a little different. I'm going to go Pacers. I can see him being an old Paul George. It's a very, very, very good team, man. Very good team. Yeah. They're, they're definitely comfortable. If people came back and played at his level, they would be a very scary team right now. So you take, you put Tatum in there. Whew, yeah. You would have what? Who's their point guard right now? You have Brock, Brock, then Tatum, Sabonis, Turner. That's a, that's a, that's a tough ass team. That's a tough ass team. That's a very tough team. Um, Kawhi Leonard, Clippers. Throw his ass anywhere. You're, you're <laughs> uh, I like to see him on the Blazers. I like to see him on the Blazers. Uh, I would I actually like. I wouldn't mind seeing him on Dallas either. Put him and Luca with Porzingis. I Ooh. think every wing is gonna look amazing in Dallas. 
Because you got the <laughs> you got the guard, you got the center. I just think every wing is gonna look amazing. I yeah. say that put me on a put him on the sixes. I like to see him on the sixes. That'd be nice. That's a lot of defense out there. Somebody said the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. He'll make them a playoff team. Yeah. Probably just based on that alone. <laughs> but Jokic. Jokic in Boston would be interesting because they don't really have like oh. a supreme playmaker. They got the 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 weapons around him. Yeah, that would be. interesting. I'm looking for yeah. I'm looking for teams where it's like a lot of moving pieces. He got shooters, wings. The Spurs, cutting. him and the Spurs offense, flowing offense. I'm putting Jokic on the Pelicans. What if what if Jokic was on I, the Warriors with with Clay and, and um? Stop it, bro. I'm talking about a play because they always have those. Andrew Bowie have, type playmakers and bro. No, they have right, actual right, playmaker right. centers. What if you that put them in spots? on the Mavericks with a Euro team, a Euro God squad? You know they love them. Luka, Jokic, and Przingis. And Maxi Kleber, you got JJ Brady. They probably, are, they probably already got a group chat about this. <laughs> but a future. You know they all young. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell added to... Uh, I think Brooklyn would be a good fit, honestly. Him, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Toronto. It gives them another, like, star card, basically. Who? I, I said Toronto at first, but now I think they got I'm pretty sorry. Good. I didn't mean Donovan Mitchell. I meant Mitchell Robinson. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson? <laughs> uh, see, we going Celtics. Well, it has probably be the Celtics now. Oh, good pick, yeah. Celtics. It, it, yeah, just all the center. center, center all the center's got to go to, yeah. He just really blew me with that song about some. I meant Mitchell Actually, Robinson. I would, Mitchell Robinson would be a good fit for the Houston Rockets. It'd be another. No, it would be a cheaper they version. Don't need of a, they, they just don't got rid of Click Capella because it wasn't working. I know. I said it would be a cheaper version. I'm going to go no. Warriors. I know Warriors could be for anybody, but Mitchell Robinson really with the Warriors would be a nice little. Uh, it's crazy how good of a team the Warriors is that literally any we just feel like anyone could go there. Because um, they're, they're, they got the pieces. You could slide anybody in there and they're back to contender. LeBron James. Uh, Chicago. Anywhere. Chicago. I mean, that, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he can't play anywhere. Agree with me. Agree Perfect. with me. Hey, let's. Start. How about we change the question from LeBron? Is there a team in the league where you used to look at them and be like, you could put on LeBron James on this team? They still probably they not gonna make the playoffs still. No. Yeah. I'm sorry, I bro. mean, I can't. No. Don't have anyone. Don't, don't hit back to the Cavs. They're a playoff team. Yeah. Is there another play we could take? If Kawhi goes to any team, is they automatically a playoff I think, team? I think. I think so too. Way? Maybe not in the same level of playoff team. Like LeBron makes yeah. your team, but a then again, contender. A, a contender, not just a playoff team. Other than if he ain't, as long as he's not injured, because last year was an anomaly because he was injured. Yeah, I've never seen Kawhi carry a bag of bones. That like is LeBron. Has. As much as we like Kawhi, he's never Derek is on the money. As much as good as Kawhi is, as much as we like him, he hasn't carried a bag of bones. Yeah. And I, that's not nothing to hold against him because he's never been in a situation. And yeah. you know who's going to. Who's going to ask somebody to want to be? Yeah. Who knows? He's just. Pretty sure LeBron didn't even like his situation. But I don't think anybody runs to the fire. But if you're in it, you make it work. But nobody's going to run to the fire. That's why I say he still might have his chance. You never know. Like a year down the road, and I'm maybe the Clippers team doesn't break up, but maybe they have some injuries, and he has to carry the Clippers through like a stretch, something like that. They have to have a lot of injuries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be bare bones, they would have like Terrence Mann at the point guard. Yeah, they have to have a lot of injuries. Yeah, that that team is deep, Mike. They would have to have a lot of interest. Pat Bam, he's down the road. He's still 
Harold, Paul George. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Um, I think we just got another Wolves bomb. Three Pelicans players have tested positive. They not they not letting that out. But they've been self isolation isolating. Um, yeah. Who was the last person I said? Oh, um, Vucevic for the Magic. Sheesh. Uh, maybe the Mavericks again. Oh, I the, wanted him. Honestly, last year I wanted him to go down. Honestly, so I think I'd say the Clippers. He could be the upgraded version of Zubox. That's a very good pick, Mike. That's a very good. I'm proud of you. Putting your GM hat. So I'm just not raising it. Who's this takes me as a Spursy type center for some reason? Not that they they make their a championship team with them. I'm just saying that I could see him potentially in the future being in the Spurs uniform. Yeah, Luca, Chicago. <laughs> Remember, we were a coin flip away from having that pick that ended up being Luca. Fifty percent, fifty percent. We just lost it. Just lost it. I like Luca on the Suns. Him and debuff. I like it. Um, and that's what it was supposed to be, right? Yep. Tough. But in this in this scenario, you get him and, him and Aiden with uh, Devin. Yeah. Throw him to the Suns. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I can't really see any other team where I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I think every team would be like, yeah, for a guy like Luca, but yeah, I would like I mean, to see him and, and him and Devin, Devin Booker. What's Devin Booker's perfect fit? The Lakers. For- Lakers. Philly. Teams that need that two guard scoring. Ooh, Anybody Philly. that needs some, some wing scoring, some guard scoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Philly would be beautiful, actually. Philly is nasty. Miami wouldn't be bad either. Um, no. Toronto wouldn't be bad either. Could he play in OKC? Replace him with OG. Next to Chris Paul? Him, what about him, Shane, Chris? Oh, it would be yeah, him, him, Cray, and uh, I thought that was your son. You didn't forgot about him. That's his son, though. He just called him Cray. He just called him Cray. We well, called him Cray. Yeah. I was about to say Chris Paul. <laughs> John no. Morant. John Morant. Uh, mm. Every team just feels like they have a good point guard. What about Utah? Ooh. Yeah. Next to Donovan Mitchell, you kind of replace King Mike Conley at the scene. Look at Mike. Mike on his my league. Phoenix won't be bad either. You could put him next to D Book and get rid of Rubio. You can somehow make that happen. Yeah, I, I would go Nuggets too. I'll put Jamal Murray as my shooting guard. Um, Dame, Damian Lillard. Mm. Uh, I think his dream fit would be Milwaukee. Him and Giannis, I think that's a duo that the league wouldn't want to see. Would you like to see that? I would much rather see him with Anthony Davis. Would you Giannis. switch teams? Would you still be a Trailblazer fan if, if Dame wasn't there anymore? Yeah. I smell like I'm just walking to New Era. <laughs> Am so I that, right now? So if that team blew it up and they started fresh, you were still going to be a fan of them? Yeah. He gonna be a fan. I would still, I would still like the team that Dame is on. The, the the team Dame is on. I'm still gonna like that. So team. you just add another team to your fan. You'd be a four team man instead of a three. Nah, that's gonna say he. Yeah. Could, when you have three teams to root, <laughs> yeah. If one, your, if one of your teams is down bad, and you got three teams to root for. You still got the other two, as long as they doing something. 
And then exactly. he, could just, he could just let them sit in the back and say they rebuild it, Mike. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Lamar DeRozan. This is a good one. This is a good one. He has a unique game, bro. Let's not try to make is a word for it. Let's not play some with the magic because I feel like we always toss that team around when we talk about teams. The magic. It's just his, yeah, I mean, his game kind of just like puts him in certain places because he's a they strictly said send him back to the Spurs. <laughs> Don't send him back to the Spurs. They good. They all right. Can Toronto use him again? I'll go Hawks. Oh. I go Hawks. Boston? I mean, not Boston. Detroit is a lot of people spamming the chat. But even then, what are they, a 41-1 team again? Yeah. Um, Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. Mm, I know the I'll answer go, to this one. I go Pelicans, too, with that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three-point shooting big next to Zion. B.I. No. You don't want that. Houston. Houston. They shoot too many threes for Cat. He has to get the yeah, ball. Bro, he he got to be one of the best, or not best, but he's got to be a big that's taking, like, average the most threes per game. Though. Yeah, he's literally the best shooting big we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that they would literally make him shoot nothing but threes to where you wouldn't even see, like, his full game with them. They going to turn him into Ursan? Devontae yeah, that's the thing about the Rockets. That's the thing about putting any type center on the Rockets. You just don't know what they're going to look like. Make Devontae Graham the sixth man of the Lakers. That's your teammate, ain't it? Kenny Hardaway. I, nah, I requested a trade. I'm out of that one. I'm out of there. Wow. I got I'm team. out of there, bro. We ain't make the playoffs. I was like, I can't do this. So I play I play I play in another small market team. You know what I'm saying? I was hoping when you made the decision you was gonna bounce. I was going to, but I, I gave him too much of a I gave the benefit of the doubt. Like we'll get it together. Brandon Ingram. Um, the Spurs. Okay, see. I would like to see B.I. on the Spurs. I think he would get him a good punch. To what? What do you mean, to what? You the like offense. you guys go to a team and win 41 games. You said OKC, okay, KB? Giving Papa all-star yes, wing, I think you, you are definitely more than a 40-some. You're really good. So, Brandon Ingram goes to the Spurs right now. They're a 50-win team, Derek? Damn near, yeah. They have an all-star caliber wing, though. And who? DeRozan? DeRozan. What he's the all star caliber. Him. He ain't made it, but he's all star caliber. Him. He ain't he ain't Brandon Ingram. What? <laughs> you just said F him? Damn. You're not yeah. a fan. You're not a Spurs fan. I'll, Bro, do you know DeMar DeRozan what? numbers? Brandon <laughs> Ingram is a much better player than DeMar DeRozan. No, I agree. No, I, I was he We're is he's an all star wing though. Yeah, but Brandon Ingram's a much better upgrade. But that's what I'm saying. Pop an all-star wing and Contreo, that's Contreo's point. He has one. Give him yeah. one that can shoot threes. Yeah, give him <laughs> Brandon Ingram instead of DeMar DeRozan, and that team is that much better. But you, you're not substituting them for each other. They would be playing together in this scenario. And it would still be way better. That's even better. You like that spacer? No. No, because yeah. now DeRozan don't got the ball. Brandon Ingram is not the ball. Jante is their point guard. DeRozan, Ingram. Aldrich and what? Jakob? Trey Lowe. Trey Lowe? Brandon Ingram going to yeah. be ISO and DeMar DeRozan just going to be standing in the mid range ready for a, a pull up or ready for that catch and shoot. And right next to him going to be LaMarcus Aldridge at the Doing wing, the same thing. Ready for a, ready for a catch and shoot. Ball watcher. 
moving, trying to stay out of people's way. <laughs> Pascal. Ooh. Um, this is this is a dude that low key could be like a big man for the Rockets. I know he just kept saying it, but he's a dude that's just gonna run up and down the floor, upgraded from what they had with Kenneth Reed. I like I, I like Pascal with the Mavericks or the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets. Uh-oh. Blake Griffin. Your battery died. Uh, <laughs> are we ending? Uh, we can we can close out. We'll do the last one. We'll let it be Blake. Um, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. He. Which version of Blake Griffin? Right now, healthy. Blake? Hey, healthy Blake Griffin. That's all you need to know. Blake Griffin always been a dog. You just need to be healthy. Uh, right now, Blake Portland. Griffin. Portland's a good uh, fit. <laughs> Portland, you want everybody to go to Portland, boy. Portland and the Spurs. That's all you've been answering. Portland and the Spurs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, I, let Blake say where he at, bro. He cool. Damn, with his twenty one T. I think he can... to the Lakers, Mike. To the Lakers. Then that's... you have to convince Anthony Davis is... to run center. He don't yeah. like that. Or just let Blake run center. Man, oh man, we all gonna be big as hell. Somebody gonna be by the basket to get a rebound. Right, Brown, who's six eight. Danny Green can rebound. Have another guard in there, probably six four six five. True. I don't think with Blake Griffin, he, I could, I would say give him a PG so he can have, you know, the pick and roll with Blake Griffin. He's starting to, be, you know, he basically a PG himself at this point. So it's like I want to give him his own team. If we give him his own team. That would probably be. They not a championship team then. I don't True. think so. True. So that's the mode though. Let Blake run point guard for the Lakers is what somebody said. We already got a point guard named LeBron James. <laughs> but Blake. LeBron? Matt Barnes discusses how black NBA coaches don't get the same opportunities as white coaches. Yeah, I, I watched the interview. Um, what he was saying was that, like, if, if a black coach messes up, he's not going to get another job where then a white coach can mess that? up and still get more interviews and stuff. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is, man. Like Blake run point guard for the Suns. Ooh, I like it. I think they have a good point guard right now, though. He's not Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you had to do this as much, but he's not Blake Griffin. Damn, Contreras, go wipe your nose. Hey, I know I, my allergies are kicking my um, ass, bro. I'm through the wire. I'm gonna let Contreras go wipe his nose because he's using his arm. Yep, and his arm gonna touch Mike Chin because you know they be cuddling, and then. I ain't mean to tell y'all business. You look like Bronny James right there, KB. He would have to look like me. I'm, nah. I'm 23. He's like 13. Who got more <laughs> IG? Who got more IG followers though? He bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Who got more IG followers? I do. Uh, he? he like at 2.1. I'm at like 2.3. I'm talking about he's bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you with the four heel and Bronny was there, and Mike had to guard Bronny. Well, you know, I'm instantly KB. You got him right. <laughs> I got I got Tyler because he picked up Tyler on his team. Or something That's like that. crazy, bro. He's you afraid to guard a 14 year old? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That man has that's so that's much training. Cheese, Mike. 
Bro, he can guard me though. I'm gonna kill him while I'm on offense. You, I think you should be more afraid of him guarding you. That boy's athletic freak. I had tougher. You know, you're not a bucket like that, bro. You used to be. You, I used hard. to be. Fell off hard. What? Y'all crazy, man. So we did that four hard. hill. I wasn't a bucket. Not how, not how I know you to be.